Mary Schulz has been releasing music since 2008, but has been a lover and participant in music since she was just a little kid, playing both piano and flute and now guitar. The Philadelphia native just recently released her third album, Begin Again. The album has 10 songs, all written by Mary. The Americana artist has been described as a folk explorer with spacey roots and wings. I'm Ellie Sadler, and I'm here with Mary Schulz. Mary can be heard on our radio and on music streaming platforms such as Apple Music and Spotify. Hello, Mary. Hi, Ellie. How you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm great. Thank you for having me. Yeah, of course. So as I was researching, I noticed that you, on your bio and your website, it says that you admire Joni Mitchell's lyricism. And I too admire her lyricism. So I was wondering <laughs> if there is any certain lyric that you remember just absolutely adoring of hers or any song that you just sticks oh. out to you. I mean, it's even hard to select one, you know, right. so many beautiful pieces of music and, and so many, I think it's so interesting that she talks about herself as a painter <laughs> with words, you know, she's a painter with paint, but I think that that's exactly what she's doing lyrically. Mm -hmm. um, my favorite Joni song is Furry Sings the Blues, which, you know, is a little bit kind of quirky and strange and i think that it's really interesting that this character is this sort of gnarled old old gentleman figure and not yeah. some like you know love interest it's, i mean not that there's anything wrong with having love interest mm -hmm. as your main focus but i just think there's something very interesting about it and the characters that surround themselves around this man and i just think that that song is just very interesting but there's so many there's so many songs that yeah. like it just hit me in different spaces at different mm -hmm. times like like help me which is so beloved by many you know and we love our loving but not like we love our freedom i think is a really insightful line about yeah. human being mm -hmm. so would you say that like listening to artists like Joni and james taylor um helped you discover your love of music or was there something else Oh, yeah. I mean, I just from a young, very young, I mean, I don't remember life without music. My my family was very musically oriented in that that they all played instruments and sang, but also that they were lovers of it. And so there was just always music on in the house or in the car. And the radio was my very best friend. You know, I just I in good times and bad, I just loved to lock myself in my bedroom and turn the radio on. And I felt very inclined to want to know all of the words to all of the songs yes. and um, and so it is definitely musicians like James Taylor, where my family was, you know, big James Taylor family and Carole King and the Beatles. Mm -hmm. But then I was also really into pop music at the time. And I, I loved, I loved like mostly anything I could get my hands on, on my yeah. ears on. I really, I really did love. And so uh, I didn't start listening to Joni Mitchell until I was in college actually. And somebody mm -hmm. compared me to her after hearing me sing and I was like oh I don't I should know I should know more about this person and of yeah. course now I'm like wow how did I not know <laughs> yeah so um so you know I'm just as influenced um by the Wallflowers and Nirvana and the Backstreet Boys mm -hmm. and Paula Abdul yeah. and Whitney Houston and Mariah Carey as I am by you know of course the the folk singers really kind of really kind of one out in the arena of where my music is influenced but you can hear like it's all it's all it's all very similar writing the pop writing yeah. and just stuff about you know reaching the heart of the, of the human condition so you listen to a variety of music but you went into like folky americana style was there any other style that you wanted to try out 
Oh yeah. I mean, earlier in my career, I did more like when I was doing my, my records and EPs, I did more of like a full pop sound, sort of more cerebralist sound and that kind of arena. And that was very popular at the time and I loved it. And so I sort of went into that area and I, I just, you know, just kind of kept making my way back to this sort of folky Americana sound. And at some point someone was like, maybe you should move, move to Nashville. So I'm from Philly originally and, mm -hmm. then, and I live in LA and I was like, well, I'm not country, you know, so yeah. I don't want to be, I don't want to kind of like force myself into that area. Mm -hmm. And it's funny to me that what happened is that I came to LA and I really just sort of narrowed, like honed in on my version of what the, like the, the umbrella of Americana that includes yeah. country and includes folk and bluegrass. And we sort of like, sort of meshed that all together. Mm. I was, I was recently um, remembering years ago, I said, like, what I really wanted was a bluegrass band backing me instrumentally, you know, instrumental wise. Yeah but that I wanted to do it with my style of music. So it wasn't like I was trying to do bluegrass music, but I love that instrumentation, like yeah. Alison Krauss and Union Station. Mm -hmm. And then I realized recently, that's what we did on this record. Yeah. Very definitely, you know, we've got all kinds of guitars and things, but we've got pedal steel and Weisenborn and Dobro. And just, I just, it's nice to feel those things kind of coming to fruition and just being able to create my own sound is very important to me. And, and yeah. I'm glad to be doing it. Yeah. Is there an instrument you usually divert to when you start writing songs? Yeah, usually, I mean, guitar or piano, either one of them. Mm -hmm. I'd say for a long time, you know, I started playing guitar in high school, and but I started playing piano earlier, but for a long time I was really leaning on guitar to write. And I would say during the pandemic I did more writing on the piano. I'm not sure why. I think I think I was able to sort of access my, the melancholy nature of, of playing, you know, singing yeah. and playing the piano. <laughs> and then I just really was able to connect with that. Yeah. But it, it truly depends. Um, I go through phases of what instrument I'm playing the most. I try, I try to write on guitar more because mm -hmm. I, I have much easier access to it when yeah. traveling. It's easy to bring a guitar. It's not easy to bring a keyboard or piano. Mm -hmm. You know, this, this record has so many uh, songs that are like, very much piano yeah. too. So I'm like, okay, well, we've got to work, work something out for touring because I got to play those songs. Yeah. Um, which one was harder to learn, piano or guitar? Um, I would say, I would say guitar because yeah. I had, you know, there's something about looking at the piano that's very, it's so linear. Look, here are mm -hmm. the keys and they all go in this direction. And yeah. on guitar, you know, you got these six strings and these frets and what do they do? And where's this note? And so I would say probably that piano was, easier yeah but i also like really relished in playing guitar mm -hmm. you know at first i only picked it up so that i wouldn't have to have a piano and i wouldn't have to rely on someone else and so i yeah. wasn't really thinking about it from like oh i love this instrument mm -hmm. but the more i got to playing it and the more the better i got at it the more involved i got with it the more i was like oh i do love this instrument yeah um, they just they sing in very different ways guitar oh, and piano for sure. they're, yeah. they're so interesting that way so your album California was recorded live in a single room. What like what made you want to record that live versus recording it traditionally? Uh -huh. Well, I mean, I guess technically that is traditionally, right? Yeah, true. So it's the old way of doing it. Yeah. Um, I wanted to do it live because I feel very much like my live show is mm -hmm. the thing that is that I'm most connected to, that people connect to the most, mm -hmm. and. Um, I had released a record in 2014 called The Girl You Thought You Knew, which was more yeah. in that like singer songwriter pop arena. Mm -hmm. And I had been doing more in the folk and Americana world. And so this felt like a good way to sort of 
stand on my own two feet in this like this is a really analog sounding record yeah musically speaking and also let's really do it that way so it was exciting to do it that way and it was also terrifying because you get yeah. in there and you're like well <laughs> you get what you get and if yeah. i mess up i mess up the take for everyone mm-hmm. or if like i have a perfect take but you know my you know, the bass player or the drummer or somebody has some major snafu well we can't use that take we have to start over you know and mm-hmm. you only have as much tape as you have it's just, just it's just a whole thing so yeah. that was a very interesting process and i'm glad i did it and then when we walked into making begin again i said i do not want to do that to myself so we sort of got to do a split then on this new record because we recorded everything to tape so we were all in one room Mm -hmm. you know i had a i had a sound booth around me we weren't in one room let me see i have a sound booth around me upright bass was in like a sound booth drums in a sound booth but then other, you know, other instruments in the room. Mm-hmm. And we did everything initially to tape, yeah. bounced it over to digital, but everything was separated out well enough that I was able to then go back and re-record my guitar and my vocals on a different day. And we were able to overdub other instruments. Uh, I think we kept all of my piano from the live takes, but uh, it was a nice mix to be yeah. able to get that analog sound and have that experience of like everyone, when you're listening to it, it really is that, live band effect Mm -hmm. with also all these other layers and things that we were able to do because we did have the digital element yeah speaking of your new album begin again from the song streetlights um one of like one of my favorite lyrics that i've heard when i was listening to your music was mine like the wind swaying in search of me can you tell me a little bit about the lyric and the song Oh yeah, I'd love to. I'm so happy that you asked about that. No one has asked me about that yet. So you're, you're the first question on that one. So that's in the bridge. Uh, I begin again, mind like the wind, swaying in search of me. It's interesting because when I wrote that song, I started out writing that song. I was on tour and I was sitting on the back porch of uh, one of my very best friends home in Atlanta, Georgia. Mm-hmm. In the, and they were just surrounded by trees and the breeze and the sound of everything. And that's what I started just playing the guitar part for it. Mm-hmm. And I didn't start writing the lyrics and the music until I was home with a melody, excuse me. And that song took me a long time to finish. And, and when I got to the bridge, I was, I was having a struggle with it. And I thought about those trees and I was thinking about that's how my mind kind of functions, you know, mm-hmm. that it, it's swirling around and it's just like, I'm trying to figure out what it is that I want or what I need. Mm-hmm. And it's this feeling of like, it's not necessarily, a, 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 it can be a little overwhelming sometimes, but you know, sometimes the wind is just calming. Yeah. Right? It can, the wind can be so many different things. It can be this giant current and it can also be a calming moment. And so yeah. I like the idea of thinking of my mind like the wind as it searched around for what it is I was really like hoping for or longing for in those moments of life when you're starting over and searching. Yeah. So that's sort, of, that's sort of where that came from, searching, you know, swaying in search of me. I'm looking for myself. <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. Do you have a song or an album or an EP or something that like you just feel so proud of and like you were just so happy when you finished making it well i really do feel that way about this record about begin again and streetlights honestly is the, the song on the record that is closest to my heart it's the mm-hmm. most in, internal and, and personal song a lot of the songs i'm sort of addressing outwardly and talking you know either encouraging folks in their healing process or i'm talking through my anger at someone and, mm-hmm. and things of that nature right but this yeah. song streetlights is really very really much, uh, really much, huh? very much speaking to myself. 
Yeah. And, um, and it's, I am really proud of that song and how that came out. And I, I really look back and I'm really proud of all the work that we've done. You know, you do that thing where you're like, oh, I was so much younger and I cringe a little bit about yeah. this and that. And then it's nice when I can get a little perspective and say like, no, actually that was, that was great. I'm really happy with what we did on the Lonesome EP also that came out last um, October. Yeah. Uh, I love how that turned out. Um, but but yeah, this this record I feel very proud of, and I think it's a whole journey beginning to end, and I really hope people are able to take the time and really listen through. Yeah, awesome. All right, well, thank you so much for letting me interview you. Thank you so much for your time and for your great questions. I appreciate yeah. it. If people, you know, listen to the music and try to find me on, on social media, definitely say hi and let me know that you heard me on this station. That like always, it's great to know where people are coming across the music and, and me. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Have a good day. You too.